to share the love. I have to make sure I talk lower. I, I have one of those nasally voices that just... I think we're, the two shows of the host actually both have nasally voices. Mine just happens to be a little deeper, that's all. I know. We need uh, eventually maybe have like a female co-host on the show to kind of equal out our, our, I don't know, our nasally drones. Yeah. Add a little female perspective. Then we have to keep more mics. Women like to drink and smoke too, man. Just look at primings, dude. There's chicks in there all the time. Yeah, I was walking. I, was, I saw an advertisement. We're upstairs uh, in a beautiful smoke lounge. And uh, there's guitar ads and the lady this beautiful lady smoking a cigar oh yeah sh- that's Salome that's for our yeah, sh- yeah. good friend of mine that's a cool ad man thanks it's, it's good stuff that's why we're here bro <laughs> that's enough for Cree banter we'll jump right into it yeah we might as well right <laughs> ladies and gentlemen guys and dolls coalesce cogitate and cavort with us this is Share Your Buzz episode 122 I am Tony I'm Chris man that's a lot and yeah, it's we a lot are. Of episodes, man. It is. A, it's a lot of episodes. I don't believe we're still friends after 122 times of sitting <laughs> down and doing this. Barely like you. <laughs> just barely. We're like the Abbott and Costello of podcasting. We just go our separate ways as soon as the show's over. We just yep. never talk to each other. Like the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm walking my dog. I'll wave at Tony. That's, <laughs> about, that's about it. We're like the, uh, because I just watched them in concert last weekend. We're like the, uh, the Eagles of podcasting. So yeah. But like the Rolling Stones, you guys are smart enough to come together to do this for the big money. Mm-hmm. The big money. Yep. <laughs> free cigars and free, <laughs> free beer. Right. <laughs> Speaking of, we want to make sure that we let you guys know that we're brought to you by Mayday Brewery. That's 521 Old Salem Road, maydaybrewery.com. Uh, you can get their stuff. They just released not too long ago the Angry Redhead in cans. Oh, so, so now delicious. they have, yeah, now they have the blonde and the redhead in cans all around Nashville. So go check them out. And if you happen to be in Murfreesboro and you want to go taste some of their one-off stuff, man, they're on a berry kick right now. Everything in there has got like some kind of infusion in it, and yeah. it's, a it's delicious. It's salt. spring, you know. You gotta yeah. Kick it in the fruits, you know. In fact. Uh, since we're smoking some delicious cigars with our guest right now, who we'll introduce in a second, we made a recently got a tap at Primings. Which is, so, that's amazing. And they have their Evil Octopus, which is their uh, IBA. So you can, it's a nice dark, mm-hmm. dark India blackout. It goes perfect with a cigar. It's got a little bit of a sweeter note to it. Yeah. So it goes good with a cigar. Yeah. Um, yeah, so go in there, go to Primings, go check out all the places around. A lot of our past guests, like Rudy's Jazz Room and all them, they everybody carries Mayday if, if you're in the cool crowd. Mm-hmm. The cool kids all like Mayday. If you know what's up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you go out there and tell Ozzy we say what's up, take one of the tours on Saturday because Ozzy is in full effect during the tours. He goes crazy. No, he puts on an amazing show. Yeah. He loves his, his uh, patrons. Right? Yeah. Speaking of amazing shows, uh, wait, that was a little pompous. We're not that amazing. Uh, <laughs> but we have an amazing guest with us. We're in an amazing place, actually. We're on location yeah. tonight, uh, deep in the heart of Brentwood. <laughs> Downtown <Yes>. Brentwood. <laughs> Original old school Brentwood. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure this building that we're in right now has been here a very long time. We're in a house with a name. Yes. I've never been in a house with a name before. That next to I'm going to name my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? The Pineapple? I'm going to call it the Pineapple Manor. I, ha- I have this friend in the UK whose who's mother, if you look up the word English in the dictionary, there's a picture of this woman. And, you know, she's in her 70s, but very sweet. And they, a few years ago, her husband passed away, and they sold the, this beautiful estate called um, Beach Hanger. And she moved into the village, and she petitioned the post office to be able to call her house in the village by the name. Because over there, when you send a letter, you can send it to just the name of the house, and it shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was sitting in her kitchen with her, and she's like, I don't know how a person can just call themselves a 14 or a 17. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sultry, dulcet tones you just heard is uh, our good friend Darren Chaffee back on the podcast. You said you wanted a woman on the show, so I can <laughs> <laughs> And she happened to be English, too, so mm-hmm. that's Second time on the show, man. Welcome back. Yeah, man. Thanks, Welcome guys. Back. Glad to Thank have you. Thank you very much. Uh, it's always nice on the second time around because now we've had time to become friends, so it's a little bit more, you know, just a little bit less getting to know you on the podcast yeah. and a little bit, you know. And uh, you were nice enough to invite us to your home tonight, yeah. to your personal lounge, to uh, let us record. 
And what's so the name of the home again? Uh, Boxwood Hall. Boxwood Hall. Which we're going to get to because there's tons of events going on here in the very mm-hmm. near future. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, let's just jump right into it because I want to make sure we get to everything, all the plugs and everything that we want to talk about just in case, you know, sometimes we go on up on tangents and we, we want to make sure we hit all the stuff. So we're here tonight to talk about the steeplechase event happening early May, coming up here in a few weeks. Uh, I like to think of it as the kickoff to my birthday month, but, you know. <laughs> Are you, so bir- are you a birthday month or Tony? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like a uh, I'm like a college girl. I just uh, say, my, my birthday lady. lasts the whole the whole <laughs> month of it. So uh, <laughs> uh, less heels, but just amount of just same amount of drunkenness though. So um, yeah, steeplechase coming up, and you guys are hosting a bunch of events for that. One of the premier events in town, if not the premier event in town. Yeah, we we, we love it. I mean, steeplechase is is like the social event of the year in Nashville in many ways. You know, I think they have something like 25,000 people that show up for it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are hibernating during the winter or they're out of town. So it really is sort of the beginning of the season. Yeah, uh, it's that coming out party. You know, yeah, in many yeah. ways. Yeah. So let's talk about the events before we get into the details of it. Let's What, what exactly do you guys have going on for Steeplechase? Well, we um, it, it, it's kind of started... I, I lived in Delaware for a long time before I lived here, and uh, we have the weekend before Steeplechase, Delaware has Point to Point, which is um, s- sort of the same thing. That actually, a lot of the same horses, they just they do that, and then they come down here. And one day after Point to Point, I had some friends that had been visiting from here and there, and I said, hey, why don't we come back to the house? We'll have a little you know party, and we did that. And then I moved to Nashville about 13 years ago, uh, and it was the same sort of thing. I said, hey, you know, let's, let's hang out after steeplechase. I had some folks, so we had a nice tailgate, and maybe 30 people came back to the house. And it's it just grew over the years. Um, and so for uh, over a decade now, we've had a, a, a an after party that now we have about five or 600 people that come to this thing. Um, I think it's the largest party of the year at a private residence in Nashville. Um, Are you guys on, like, the cops right there? Like, it's... Like little Brentwood Bonner. You know, or this something. is it's a really <laughs> it's a tough neighborhood. You know, if I have a, a car in the driveway that people don't recognize, I'll hear about it. Or if there's a tree limb down or grass is an inch too long, I hear yeah. about it. But somehow every May I can have 600 people over to my house and no one says a word. It's, too, <laughs> it's too much for them to comprehend. Yeah, like, I yeah, guess but. they think they know it's only once a year. So yeah, and it's yeah. for charity, so it's not you know. Do you ever have them just drift, kind of drift in? Yeah, we've had neighbors here yeah. um, coming and going and. I'm a sort of a social recluse locally, so it's the only way to track me down and see me sometimes. So we sure. get some neighborhood folks. Well, you, this house could, I mean, as beautiful and incredible as it is, it could easily become a haunted mansion if, if you just lock yourself in yes. here. And <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 literally, it was a Civil War hospital, and it's and it's on in a Native American graveyard. So Shit. if there is, are going to be ghosts... <laughs> Thanks. You didn't tell me I was going to get spirited while I was... <laughs> All those mounds outside, those are stone box graves. We have, they're everywhere here. That's what I mean. So if I pass out on this couch tonight, I might see something. No, I've, in 13 years, I've not seen a thing. So well, you're, you're good to okay. go. Okay. <laughs> so how you said you were hanging out at um, horse racing events before, before you got to steeplechase, but how did, were you always into horses or racing or what got you into yeah, it? F- I mean, I enjoy it, but for me, it's more the social aspect. It's a yeah. great way to spend a day outside. And, uh, you know, it, it grew into this big after party. Then our tailgate grew. It grew to a point where now we invite you know anybody that wants to come. They can come and get a ticket and join our tailgate. Um, and then it sort of grew into a week worth of events. So we, ha- we have events from the Thursday and the Friday before Steeplechase, the tailgate, and the after party. Um, Let's get into that before we um, – of course, you know, I'm going to the tailgate and the after party, so we want to jump into that because that's – you know, w- would you say that's the culmination? That's the epitome? That's the end? The end yeah, I mean, the, the after yeah. party is the main event for yeah. sure. So leading up to that, let's start at the beginning. What happens in that week? So it, it's it, there, there's a lot there are there's a cigar I have a cigar company as you guys know Principal Cigars and so there's definitely a cigar component to it but by no means should that scare anybody it's not like a cigar week probably ten or twenty percent of the people that attend our events are actual cigar smokers everybody else is you know just sort of along for the fun um, but it, it it does kick off in a very cigarish kind of way yeah. uh, Thursday night we have a what we call the boutique spirits and cigar festival so people buy a ticket. And they go. We're, we're holding it at Primings this year. It's an indoor/outdoor event. Uh, the tickets are thirty-five bucks, and for that they get ten premium cigars from different oh, wow. manufacturers. Yeah. Uh, and then sp- spirits tastings from a variety of boutique producers. So it, it's just a scream, and we, we limit it to a hundred tickets, um, and it sells out. So uh, it's definitely something to get. Even if you buy a ticket, go around and get the cigars and leave. It's it's a screaming deal. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. 
and then Friday we have a, a bit more fancy of an event. We we have the Nashville leg of the Cigar Smoking World Championship. So we have we limited to about I think forty spectator uh, forty competitors, and then um, about that many spectators as well. So that's also held at Primings. It's a black tie optional affair, um, and it's it's an official Cigar Smoking World Championship tournament. So if you come and you break a world record or you score a time that's you know within the top 20 you actually go on the list i, st I still find that fascinating like what are the different categories yeah we like talked long about smoke or a something a little bit in your last show but let's let's go over that again you said you won for long smoke i believe well it's, it's only one thing it's slow smoking, slow smoking okay. so basically everybody gets the same cigar which is a Mareva sized cigar yeah uh, it's like a 42 by you're smoking nine centimeters of it so it's a cigar we would naturally smoke in 20 30 minutes and the idea is how long can you smoke the cigar without it going out um, and I, I broke the world record five times, and uh, I was a world champion in 2014. But, but they have they have qualifying tournaments in countries around the world, yeah. about 25 of them, and then a world championship every September in Croatia. Uh, and then after I won in 2014, in 2015, we brought the first one to Nashville. We held it at King Jewelers. They were kind enough to clear out the place and let us smoke for the event. Um, and then we've done it since then, and now it's at Primings. Uh, we're lucky that uh, Cigar Journal is sponsoring us. Um, so they'll be in attendance. Um, uh, Rabbit Hole is doing the bourbon for the evening. And, nice. Um, yeah, it's just a great. And even if you're scared of this, anyone can win this thing. I mean, I've seen people that never smoke cigars that, you know, their father dragged them and a young lady will sit down and win a $3,000 watch. You know, <laughs> it, it happens all the time. So if you're up for something kooky and fun, it's, yeah. it's maybe the most unique event of the year. That sounds like a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, and then so Saturday, the, the sort of main event is the uh, the steeplechase tailgate. Again, it started with a few friends. Now we bring uh, just over 150 people to the to the races. But what makes it unique is a few things. One, we have the entire front row of the turn. So we're in the infield. We're actually on the fence. So when you see that whole sea of cars there where nobody's actually mm -hmm. looking at horses, we're, we're on the fence, so we're watching the horses the entire time. Nice. That's amazing. Nice. We have, uh, I think, 19 spaces, and uh, 10 or 12 of them are right along the fence. Um, and we have a crazy crowd. People fly in from about 15 countries, I mean, all over Europe and the Caribbean. Uh, I work overseas a lot, so just a lot of my friends come in. Uh, and it's a great time because you have people that, you know, see each other only once a year at this mm -hmm. event. And then yeah. we have so many local people that come who... You know, they, they just come alone. They don't know anybody. And yeah. particularly after the first few days, I mean, you know, you have friends that you, yeah, for a lifetime. Uh, so it's just, it's a great crowd. It's in the infield, but it's not like a frat party. I mean, it's it's yeah. eclectic. You got everything. You got cool people. We have people this year from Austria, Cuba, Dominican Republic, Germany, um, all over the place. Saw you were just there, right? Yeah, yeah, I just got back. I was in Germany last week. Taking care of business out there. Yeah, I'm just doing events, and, and then I had some other business in Holland. Nice. Um, and so that then we go from and, and we have the other thing that makes it great is you know we we do an all inclusive thing. So you just buy your ticket to the mm -hmm. tailgate, and then all you have to do is show up. We have a chef cooking food on site. We have top shelf beverages from a variety of sponsors. Um, and I love the I love the mystery behind that phrase. I'm gonna start saying that. I was like, oh yeah, I have I have business in 12 South. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't go I don't go anywhere fancy, but I'm like ah. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what kind of business, bro? Oh, you know. Don't worry. It's business. <laughs> Podcast business. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I'm excited about that. This is my first time attending uh, the race at all, and then to be a part of... Uh, I've never seen a horse race once in my life. Yeah. Always wanted to. It's fun, man. I mean, yeah. I knew exactly... I knew when you told us about it the first time you were on the mm -hmm. show, even it was four months ago, I knew, yeah, this is something I'm going to. Yeah, I think after the show... The podcast we got him telling us like, dude, we're going. I'm going. Yeah. He's like already looking up clothes. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's definitely uh, you know it's it's your excuse to dress like an a hole for one day and and really do it right. 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 You're practicing tonight, right? With the yeah, of course. <laughs> Actually, I, I think I wore this shirt a couple years ago at Steeple Oh, I got mine. You should have seen the. Uh, uh, my girlfriend shakes her head at me so many times, but when when I told her I had to go to the mall to buy a pink shirt, uh, <laughs> she was. Uh, I was like, no, I can't. I'm on a mission to find a pink but shirt. She wasn't impressed. She's excited because she wants to go to the race, and uh, I think she secretly is excited about the party too. But she won't say that. She just, I want to go see the horses. No, the party is something else, man. We, we this year, Deep Deep Eddie, our vodka sponsors, is giving us. They have a twenty-five foot airstream that's been custom fitted by a company called the uh, Timeless Travel that's Trailers, tough. and the thing 
opens up. It looks like a dance floor. There's a bar inside. It's just yeah. a crazy thing. I've seen so pictures of our bar. Yeah, it's just, and, and they're, uh, you know, we're going to put that in the beer garden outside. With uh, We have a couple of food trucks that are here. Um, we have uh, the third floor of the house is sort of like the VIP area. Uh, Rabbit Hole Distillery runs that. They have a bourbon bar up here. Nice. Uh, we got Question Tequila. Uh, thanks to you guys, we have Mayday Brewery providing the beer. Uh, yep. Guinness also gave us some beer for the after party. Uh, we've got Gosling's Bermuda Rum, both daytime and nighttime. Um, and uh, Ooh, that's going to be a problem for me. I have, a, I, have a, I have a bit of an affinity for the rum. Dark and stormies. <laughs> yeah, no well, yeah, Tony loves his rum. I tell you what, I, what I had the other day was uh, was Malibu Black, just on the ice. And it was delicious. Easy to please. Yeah, man, that's I'm, pretty good. That man. stuff's I, accessible. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that we're, there's this tiki wave in pop culture right now because – Finally, don't get me wrong. I love a good bourbon as much as the next Nashvilleian. But when you're, when you're drink uh, nothing like this is such a bourbon eccentric mm-hmm. town, and it's it's I'm start I, I've been into rum for a while, but now p- more places are starting to carry more brands, more uh, variety. So now you can go into a place like Primings and actually has a good rum selection mm-hmm. as well as a good bourbon selection. So you can sit there and just have like a nice diplomatico on ice and just sip on it, something like that. It's, it's great. I mean, it takes a little bit of time for your mouth to adjust with cigars, but sometimes just a nice dark rum is uh, is the way to go. Well, because you explained to us last time, you schooled us on the fact I was always drinking whiskey with my cigars, and thanks to you, I I uh, I, I switched to a more sweeter drink it's a now. Bit much, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, I've I've started doing like a, a light ale or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a darker or a sweet. We're learning things, beer. Tony. We're not. I know. Idiot. <laughs> I know, right? We take, in, in fact, if we can tangent a little bit and get onto the actual reason for the season with the cigar company, I would have, I have uh, definitely become a more uh, informed cigar smoker. And I was, I always enjoyed cigars, but as a little update for the people who haven't listened since his last episode, you were kind of explaining to us a lot of the, how to form a palate, some of the differences mm-hmm. between flavor profiles, things of that nature. And definitely since uh, smoking a lot of principles and smoking them some back-to-back to to taste the differences has really educated me in a not only like to pinpoint what I know what I know I don't like now and I'm not a cigar snob but I definitely now I'm like so I'm not gonna just take something anybody hands me anymore now I know kind of what I like and it's like anything else like you know you drink wine all of a sudden if you're drinking enough of it suddenly you, you you you're like all right now I know what this tastes like or now you can start to pick out certain things and Cigars are no different. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff out there that you kind of have to wade through, but there's so many great cigars and so and many great flavors. And you have a you have such a great uh, profile variety in your mm-hmm. line. I mean, all of your cigars have a very distinct flavor. That's it's yeah. I, I try to have not something for everyone, but something for everyone within a certain wheelhouse. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I like to have very vibrant cigars. So even if even a softer cigar, it's gonna have. I'm gonna find a way to do that with really exciting flavors. So okay, maybe a more relaxed smoke, but I want you to get a nice cream sensation or just a hint of something floral. I want, I want to keep it really interesting and sort of vibrant and balanced. Um, and you, it's, can, you it's can do that. It's good for someone who wants to sit down and have more than one cigar because you get your flavors are distinct enough to not to be able to tell, taste the difference between two. Absolutely. We can take, you know, if I knew, if I know you're going to smoke three cigars tonight, I could say, hey, start with this one because it's going to flow really nicely into mm-hmm. the other one or sometimes. So three, three course cigar. <laughs> or, li- or like that frothy monkey cigar that we make. That that cigar has so much bright citrus to it that, you know, since so, it's made to cut through espresso and coffee, sure, yeah. that I, a lot of times, uh, even if I've had a, a long day where I've smoked a lot of cigars and I, I just want something, I'll go to that because I still get it even though my yeah. palate's a bit tired. For those of you that aren't from Nashville, frothy monkey's a delicious coffee uh, shop around town. Offering more than just coffee. I had dinner and wine there one night and it was delicious. Their their so dinner is the sleeper of all time in town. They I have yet to eat. Full it's meal it's there, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, uh, I I go through phases. I will go through a phase where because I, I do this with everything with my booze with my with my food. I will I don't get tired of something after the first time I have it. It takes I eat, will ha- latch onto something and do that for like the week, you know. And so I go through like a few weeks ago I was on the uh, on the Coach en Volant mm-hmm. and I just smoked a bunch of those a couple of days in a row. And then I kind of was on a Vancouver kick. Mm-hmm. And then recently, um, I've been doing the Maduro, doing the nice stick. And, uh, cause, and I had one of those recently, I think. Was it a couple of weeks ago? We Might have been with me, yeah. yeah it, was, I, it was really good. It looks intimidating first at first, but it's a, 
It's a tasty cigar. It's a, I mean, it's it's a delicious cigar. And it's a large Vitola, that nightstick. It's, it's an accomplice, the green band is the Maduro. And uh, I always say it's a big cigar for people that don't smoke big cigars because it looks big, but it's not a cigar for an idiot. I mean, it's balanced. It's rich. It just has enough flavor where you just keep puffing and you want more, and it's all just right there. It's well, then I've, I've blown smoke up your ass in private before, but now we can do it on the show. <laughs> the... Uh, I you definitely get the flavor all the way down to the end and you don't want to put that cigar out yeah, like yeah. usually a, like some of the cigars will have a sweet spot and then once you get past it it kind of right. burns a little bit where with yours you can just like I don't want to put it out you just want to keep yeah, on smoking it to the end smoke. I was at priming side <laughs> I was there a couple of Sundays ago and I forgot they closed early on Sundays mm. and they they closed up and uh, Chase was nice enough to let us stay and 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 finish our drinks but at, I still had like you know, a good third of a nice stick <laughs> left. So I was like, I, I just walked out. I took it in the car. That could be like, an hour. Opened it with the open, drove home with the window open. Yeah, sat on my front porch and finished it in the front porch. I was like, damn, this cigar just went across town and it's <laughs> yeah, still dude. going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that cigars must be fantastic for road trips. So I mean, I just, I can only imagine, you know, good, good three hour drive. <laughs> smoke that's the same part, that's kind of how I got into it a little bit was when I was done doing over the road construction work back in yeah. Florida. I would, I would get like a sampler pack from Thompson. And I would mm. just, I would bring it with me, like my little travel humidor. And while I was doing over the road stuff, I would just smoke a lot to try to have something to do to keep your hands busy while you're on a two and two and a half hour ride. Right. God, I remember those. When I first started, it was always the black and <laughs> It doesn't matter if Especially you're in uh, a Pinto or a Ferrari. Smoking cigars while you drive looks cool. It does look cool. Right? It does look cool. Your passengers hate it if they're, <laughs> if they're not smokers, but it's cool. <laughs> so getting back to the event, man, let's start at the beginning for the for Saturday. Let's uh, so you guys start pretty early. Yeah, we leave here at 9 a.m. So the other thing about the way we do it is if you if you get a ticket for our tailgate, you're welcome to come here, park your car in the morning and carpool with us over to the races, which I think me and Faith will be doing. Awesome. I think we're going to Uber over here in the morning. Yeah, that's perfect. Just, yeah. Or if you park your car here, then it's, you know, we're, he, we're here at where the after party is. Yeah. So when you come back, you know, you're you're there where the party gets going. Well, you live so close to me that I don't fancy driving home. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm just going to Uber over here. Right. Listen, you, you're welcome to find a, a carpet or a couch because it, it, the next morning it looks like the opening scene of Save a Private Ride. I love here. those kind of parties, <laughs> though. I love those. That's how you know we had a good night when people are just strewn about. Right. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> good ones just. Like hungover, mouth breathing. It's crazy that. because it's 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 the biggest party of the year in Nashville on the hardest night of the year to have a party. Mm-hmm. You know, because everyone's part. We're partying from nine a.m., so yeah. it, it's really a marathon, not a race. And you know, you the after party kicks off. You get the the people that were at Steeplechase that are here around six thirty-seven, and then you get the second wave, which are the people that went home to take a shower, which I don't recommend because 90% of those people stay in bed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you get the people that didn't go to the races and just come to the after party and you can pick those out because they look all nice and fresh. You know, they, they don't look like they've either been and rained sun on all or day. sunned yeah, 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 on yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. So that's, okay, so we leave, take us through a little walkthrough of the day. We leave here at 9 a.m. Yeah, 9 a.m. We, you know, we, uh, we have the caravan over to the races. We have sort of an advanced team that's there already starting to set things up. Um, we get our area set up. We have something called the steeple bed, which is a bed that we bring that we put on the track in front of the track. So it's just a cool thing for people to take pictures on or you can lay in bed and watch the races. Um, nice. You know, we bring a bunch of tents, tables, chairs. We have a chef that's there cooking. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a relaxed what's, what's day. What's on the menu? We It's a variety of stuff, all kinds of salads. Uh, the guys, um, uh, specializes in Thai food. I don't want to make it seem like it's a Thai buffet because it's not, but um, uh, the gentleman from Siam comes with us. So if you're familiar with that restaurant. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's geared and designed so that it will please everybody even if yeah. Asian food is not your thing. Uh, and then some of the food trucks that we have for the after party give us some food to bring also to the tailgate. I will say, though, this is a share your buzz guarantee. If you don't like Asian food, you can just shut the podcast off right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just we just had sushi the other night on a random Monday. Yeah. My, gr- my girlfriend just had a photo shoot, and she was like, "I want to celebrate. Let's go yes. get sushi." It's like sushi on sushi and sake on a Monday. This is awesome. I gotta tell you, I'll destroy some sushi. It's yeah. dangerous. So we're at. So then the race. What time does the race come on? And about how long does it last? I think the first actual race is midday. It's maybe noonish. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a s- series of races. I I usually leave before the last race. Like one or two cars will head out of there slightly early to get back. The reason why it's so difficult for us is because, all right, we have the Thursday night event, and then we have some time to recuperate. Then we go right from the Friday night event. We're back here. We have the Saturday morning event immediately after it, oh, with yeah. no time to turn around. 
And then when that's over, we're back for this massive party immediately after. So we really have three events with no time in between. And somehow, thanks to all these great people that have been helping us for so many years, we magically pull it off. I guess you'll sleep when you're dead, huh? Yeah, I mean, th there's, a, there's a definitely time for a nap. I, try, I tell people Friday night, don't go out. Just, you know, go get some sleep because Saturday yeah. is it's the biggest day of the year. It yeah. really is the biggest day of the year. That's amazing. So, okay, so then we, we, the race is done. We leave. Now, at the, at the event... Do you find that there's a nice mix of people that are uh, just there for the the pomp and circumstance of it, and then there are actually people who are, are like into racing and? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's. It's not really a kind of race. Like for, I have a friend that is like a hardcore horse race mm -hmm. guy that you know studies all that stuff, and th this sort of point to point is not like a race. I don't think for like the sophisticated people in the sport in terms of like, it's not predictable in terms of yeah. who might win or not win. Um, so uh, I think it's mostly about just, you know, the pageantry of it, the fun and the social aspect. Which is, I'm excited about because that's what I do. I love going out and just uh, me uh, rubbing elbows through the a social atmosphere in public and just being out. And uh, it's funny to hear you say that you're more of like a uh, recluse and stuff because I, I am the, I have versions of myself that's like that where I want to lock myself in my apartment for a week at a time. And then something happens when I get out, like, like with the podcast, like, so I could be in a bad mood, shitty mood all day, and then something happens when I realize I had, it's time to turn it on, mm -hmm. and, like, I just become this, you know, I have no problem <laughs> just waking up, and, okay, this is time to work now, because I, 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 it's called alcohol, yeah, it's <laughs> alcohol, and I mean, it's good well, because, and Faith makes fun of me all the time, she's like, because I, I would say, like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not very good, I got social anxiety, I'm not really good in public, and she's like, you're crazy, you're fine, and I'm like, yeah. I realized what it was, was that I just have to think of it like it's like I'm working now. Okay, I'm working now. I'm on now. I'm on the air now. I'm. I just treat. I treat meeting people and rubbing elbows. I treat networking yeah. like it's part of the job, and now that makes me think of it a little. There's, bit there's maybe no better day for networking than, uh, you know, the, uh, our events that week. Because like I said, we have people from all over. We have a really engaged core group of people, mm -hmm. and then we have you know other sponsors that are not necessarily food or beverage people that are along for the ride and really interesting too. Like you know, we have uh, Winners Beard Oil um, does. Has a presence on Thursday night, which is always interesting because they bring a different aspect to it. And they also, it sounds crazy, but they run our food for for the Friday night event. That's awesome. Um, so you meet those guys. You meet, you know. We have a presence in the room right now. Yeah, in fact, in our <laughs> peanut All kinds of cool cats there. in this room, man. We had to get them on mic. We, we're <laughs> lucky enough to have Cigar Journal has sponsored us the last few years, and this year the actual owner of the magazine is coming with his wife, so he'll be in attendance. And for anybody who cares, they also gave us a, uh, a special, I think it's on our website, but you can get like two years of subscription for the price of one or something like that. So they're, uh, they're going to be along for the ride. We've got folks from a buddy of mine who lives in Cuba, has a, a travel company, brings people to Cuba. He's going to be in. He'll be at, at the um, Thursday night event. Ooh, I need to meet him because we're at with us throughout. I definitely need to talk to him because we're planning to go next in February. He'll, he's yeah. the guy. I mean, he'll, he'll sort you out. He 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 brought the Rolling Stones down there. He's he's he does all the sort of stuff that like money can't buy. He's uh, one of my best friends for twenty five years now. Fantastic guy. Man, I feel like we can go into a whole other podcast about that because I we're I'm super excited about uh, Faith and I are going mm -hmm. and uh, we were just going to take the cruise down there because I think that's the most easily accessible way for Americans nah, to get there. It's it's super easy, man. Talk talk to him. He'll work yeah. it out. Like you can, can you can leave early in the morning on Delta, connect in Atlanta, and be in Havana for a late lunch. Nice. And Toby will sort everything out. In Cloud Nine is the company. He's nice. uh, really great. Talk to him during Steeplechase Week. Speaking of magazines, man, to uh, another little side note. You just had some exciting news, well, about a month ago. One of your cigars got the uh, 92 rate. Yeah, yeah, they gave us a 92 in Cigar Journal on the White Band Accomplice, which is a $6 cigar retail. Uh, but, I mean, it, it's a special smoke. comes from a fantastic factory, Kellner Boutique Factory. Um, you know, it just, it, it's, it's, we, we knew it was great. It, it's mm. not really designed, you know, we made the best cigar we could. It wasn't really designed to be a mind-blowing cigar. It was, it was designed to be, like, a really great cigar for the money. But the finished product was just way better than we ever could have expected. It's a so great cigar. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, happens, a, it's a bargain. I mean, it, it, there's not a lot that compares to it. And like I said, it's only a $6 retail. Yeah, for that price point, for that quality, I think I, think I, think I had one of those last time I saw mm -hmm. you. I walked into uh, Priming's on a random Tuesday, and there's uh, two of my favorite people just sitting there. Uh, is it Ozzy and uh, Darren were sitting there having a little meeting, and I was like, that wasn't planned. I remember. Oh yeah, I guess you didn't know about that. No, I just yeah. strolled in. That's funny. That's where I meet all my friends now. We Whatever. just kind of <laughs> it's been stalking you guys. I mean, now. but that, that's to a credit. Shout out to Primings though, because that has become even in the last few months that I've known about it, 
I've watched the clientele there grow. That's become the place to meet up. Like mm-hmm. people go there. Yeah. And what's a good chill spot where you, we can actually hear people talk? You yeah. Know, and have a good cigar and relax. Yeah. Somebody was came good in there. Good selection of whiskey that helps too. Yeah. <coughs> what um, I like about them is the uh, top notch humidor and top notch bar. I mean, uh, they do it up. Like Jacob does the bar right there. Heads he, up, great night to go is going to be Sunday the 29th. Uh, local photographer Alan Clark has um, he shot every famous musician you can imagine, a bunch of presidents. I mean, just about everyone. He's amazing, and he's doing a sort of a gallery show there. Oh, that's cool. They're gonna have food that's on the house. You have to get a ticket, but it's free. So you just go online, and mm-hmm. uh, if you just search Alan Clark, you can find the thing. But it's free at Priming's. Nice. Uh, that's Sunday the 29th. That's awesome. Awesome. So we do. Like that'll be that'll be in two days when this comes out. So. Are you talking about like the, some of those classic Rolling Stones photos and stuff like that from? Uh, 70s and all that. He's sh- he's shot everyone. I mean, yeah. one day he was going to sh- to shoot Bob Newhart, and I said, hey, "You got to ask him about that." I don't know if you ever watched Newhart show. Like the last episode was mm. really genius. I won't waste your time with it, but anyway, it had a, just a really clever ending. I said, "You got to ask him for me." You know, how did he come up with that? And uh, a couple of weeks later, I was hanging out with him, and he said, "Oh, I asked Newhart for you." I said, "Really? Where did he come up with it?" He goes, "It was his wife." He said he bought her a lot of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. But he's that kind of photographer, and uh, yeah, his work yeah. will be on exhibit there that night. Awesome. That's Definitely cool. check that out. I'll put that on the list. Um, man, so, okay, so back to the event now. We're at, we, uh, the event's over. The tailgate's over. Everybody kind of migrates back. Yeah, come back here. <sighs> and so how did it, how did, for, I know you talked a little bit about it, like there's people hanging out and stuff, but how do you go from people hanging out to having one of the biggest after party in the – it just grew slowly, you know? I mean, we, we were just people hanging out, then it became more people, and then a, f- a few years ago, we made the decision where, okay, the party was getting so big, let's let's put a charitable angle on it. Mm-hmm. So now it benefits the Community Resource um, Center of Nashville, which is a fantastic local charity. And uh, But it's not like it's expensive. We charge $10 for the after party, and we have all those beverage sponsors here, food trucks, so it's really for nothing. You get to come and hang Man, out. how did that all um, come to come to fruition like uh, I mean we know how May Day came to fruition for like but when did you start getting sponsors when did it start getting big enough to where you're like oh shit this is this is a we had a bourbon company a few years ago that was our first beverage sponsor and then we realized you know because we bring so much publicity to it you know we have international press um, and I just figured let's leverage this a little bit you know because we can do a lot for the sponsors so they they all just started getting involved and and now really all, all of our beverages and everything come from the sponsors that's incredible. And it's great yeah, because, I mean, there are other tailgates, but, you know, they're just buying stuff. Our, our stuff's all top shelf from great producers, great crowd, and all the sponsors have sort of stakeholders involved that come and join us for all the events as well. You guys making all the other cash jealous down there? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely the place to be on the you smell that sure. good pr- uh, c- cigar smoke coming mm-hmm. out, you know? Right? Absolutely. See so that tell beautiful, it. delicious Mayday beer on tap. So we're not going to... Uh, we're not going to go too into it. You got, if you want to know the after party it's about, you got to come show up to it. But bro, I hear tell that it gets pretty crazy sometimes. Yeah, it's bonkers. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I know people that come here and get numbers for the next six months. Mm. It's uh, it's it's just the place to be. I, it, it, it's, the, it's the most fun day of the year. <laughs> it's a marathon. We're, we're sort of on a fiscal year around steeplechase, you know, mm-hmm. we, and there's so much planning involved that once December's here, you know, Christmas kind of passes. I say to everyone. Steeplechase is going to be here before you know it. Man, when we had you on the podcast last time, it was the first podcast of the, of the new year. Right. So it was like right in the beginning of January, and, and you were already psyching like up for yesterday, it. Yeah. right? Yeah. Here we are. Well, a couple weeks left. It's amazing. Damn, man. I'm getting so excited about it. <laughs> I was already excited about it. Now doing this is making me more excited about it. Oh, man. So, Steeplechase. And let's, let's talk about let's t- let's talk about well go ahead then you go no I was just gonna say that you know we also have a it, 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 the music angle was getting a little bit out of hand because we had so many live acts at one point we we had an inside stage and an outside stage and it was getting to where I was running a music festival and we didn't want to do that uh-huh. either so yeah. now we have we have a bunch of live acts during the day but we ha- during the, at the after party but we we space it out with DJ music too so there's yeah. just yeah. sort of normal music and every once in a while we have a band perform say I would have loved to have played <laughs> <laughs> talk to the music director. So let's talk about the important stuff here. What's everybody wearing steeplechase? Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the uh, this is one of those events like you said earlier. You get an excuse to dress up and be weird. And if uh, if you're like me and you're mostly um, you know navy blue and black for most of the year, 
then you a little bit more on the on the yeah, demure that's side. That's not gonna fly. In yeah, so you get to uh, you get to express yourself because it's funny because I will usually like especially all through the winter time I I tend to dress a little bit more demure. But then I'm a big fan of any kind of Chris will tell you any kind of holiday where you get an excuse to dress up like a douche for a little mm-hmm. bit like Halloween, Christmas. That's this. Like, yeah. I mean, May 11th is like Christmas Eve, going to bed with the excitement, know yeah. what's coming the next day. Yeah, people, you, everybody wears a lot of white, a lot of pastels, but you yeah. know, you want to, you want to be comfortable too, because you're so going to be so going. Let me ask you a question: If you're coming to the after party and you happen to be wearing cut-off jean shorts and American, <laughs> American flag T-shirt, you're not getting let in. You, right? w- you won't get good looks from everyone. <laughs> oh, I can't. Cut flip <laughs> I can imagine the people that have been going since nine o'clock in the morning and. You know, so it's even like you know on Halloween when you start when your costume looks all good when you first go out, and then by the end of the night you're like your mask is backwards and your outfit like half of your uh, outfits like your tunic is all turned around. Like. <laughs> so, while we're at the event, of course we have delicious uh, beverage sponsors, all that. What? Um, and you're gonna there'll be some cigars there, of course. Yeah, of course. We have a nice cigar buffet for everyone. So, what's a good? Out in the sun during the day, smoking cigar. What do you recommend? Uh, you you want to start light because you're out there. I mean, and that white band accomplice, which we'll have there, the one that just got the 92, is a perfect cigar because it's, you know, it gives you enough to keep you interested, but it's not going to be overbearing, and it's going to pair well with all like the, you know, the lighter beverages yeah. and the, you know, the 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 sunshine cocktails that we're going to have there. Easy, people. I'm telling you, delicious. don't be like me. Don't rush through it. I try, man. I try to get a nice buzz going every year, and I never do it because I'm so busy. Busy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. never have a moment to, you know, I, I, I have one drink in my hand for an hour, and I end up losing it. I have to go get another one somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But this is the year I'll, I'll drink enough somehow. <laughs> so you, you mentioned, though, that you got that you leave a little bit early. Is that because you want to, like, be the consummate host and be ready to go to when people get here? Eh, 9 o'clock is sort of when. I mean, when you, uh, you said you leave before the last oh, race. Oh, yeah, yeah, like one, one or two cars, and usually a couple of people, anyone who's sort of just had enough. Yeah. will we'll come along with us. So, you know, we have a few cars leave before the last race, and then, you know, everyone else comes after. Um, then the party kicks in. We've got your Albert, right? Our what? That's Albert. Is yep. That Albert Hacker. I'm Al- sure Al- he'll be there. He's, Ho- he's, hopefully the next your, mayor uh, of Nashville. He's your front man, right? He's the guy that's... Brian is the front man. Brian's the front man. Yes. Okay. Brian. Gotcha. Gotcha. What Albert, Albert is our... How you fellas uh, doing over there? <laughs> good, good. <laughs> that's Brian Harris, the, the capo of all these uh, activities. So has he been there since day one? At least, what, seven, eight years, something like that? Wow. Yeah. Nice. We have a, a solid crew of people. A guy named Andrew Bailey, who a lot of people know locally, is our, we call, like, the arrivals manager. He, he's the first one out there that knows where all the cars go, where all the equipment, where all the, you know, the furniture and all goes. Yeah. Uh, Grant Fisher is our musical director. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of folks that every so year kick in. What size team are we looking at, like? What do we have, Brian? Like six to eight people that are in the hardcore crew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys yeah. do all this planning, event planning, and all that. That that's a that's a task in itself, man. Just trying to get an event together, especially of this magnitude. But even just even us trying to throw like a Christmas party for the podcast is like planning. If uh, if I, even two of those people quit, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it just <laughs> so doesn't work without. No these, event, guys. You know, Sorry. Yeah. Everybody's showing up. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. They work very hard what for free. It's a, it's a great crew. <laughs> so does Chris. I don't know. I started the podcast. I was like, hey, buddy, you want to? <laughs> well, Tony knows me. I'm, I'm, I'm last minute. Like, get all the supplies last minute. Well, we were having a conversation <laughs> before, the, before the podcast started. We were having a conversation about how this is a last minute town. And uh, Chris lives that to the, to the, Chris doesn't, uh, he doesn't go by the same measure of time. Uh, no. He doesn't, he doesn't live in the same temporal realm that the rest of the, the world lives in. I'm it's a drummer, man. I go with my own beat. I'm just saying. <laughs> that frustrates the hell out of me, man. I got to plan everything. I know. Yeah. I'm not, man. I'm like a square peg in a round hole I live hole a of fairly Nashville. stress-free life, if I'm being honest with you. That's the way to do it. I wish I could be like that. I have a, like, Chris knows if I'm like, <laughs> we're planning a beach trip in September, and I'm already yeah. like, so dude, what's up? Are we going to sit down and hash this out yet? Or like, we're going to plan this <laughs> yeah. out? Like, I was like, oh, we'll get there. <laughs> Beach ain't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw your stuff in the car. It's time to go. Right? And this, oh, man, it's been actually nice and warm here in Nashville the last couple oh, of days. Man, so this weather. This, uh, do you guys often, because, I mean, it's that time of year, steeplechase, beginning of May. Do you guys get, get rained we, on? We have. The last couple have been really nice. We've been lucky, but we have had rainy steeplechases. I mean, a few mm-hmm. years ago, we had that day when everyone's walking around in the boots. But, I mean, we're prepared for it. I mean, the after party, in a sense, is – 
it, it, it changes, but it's almost more interesting when it rains because mm. it puts everybody in the house. The house is yeah. big. It's like 8,000 square feet, so yeah. people will fit. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, rain or shine, we have a great time. Yeah. So don't wear your your white shoes if it's raining. Yeah, we got a we have a we have so many. Every time I'm cleaning the house, I find rubber boots that people yeah. like shove <laughs> in a corner from Steeplechase. So yeah, yeah. we got a good supply of them. I'll be out there in the muck boots. Hey boys, <laughs> plaid shirt. Plaid you just dough. kiss your pants Pastel. goodbye, and it yeah. is what it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so Perfect excited. Time to work good off jeans, baby. I'm <laughs> About a week, week and a half before we start stressing it, looking at the weather every day, mm -hmm. know, thinking about our other events and saying, well, yeah. if it just rains on Friday, we'll be okay. Yeah. So, and it's not that, you know, you hear about steeplechase in the past, and I didn't realize that it was pretty much in our backyard. You know, it's, mm -hmm. if you live in town anywhere, I mean, when this comes out, you'll still be, uh, I mean, tickets available as of right now? Yeah, you just go to the website. Uh, we. IroquoisSteeplechase.org is the official Steeplechase website. Ours is .com. Mm -hmm. So if you go to IroquoisSteeplechase.com, it'll show you all of our events. Or you can go to PrincipalCigars.com and look at the top. There's a, a Steeplechase Week link. Uh, and you can go on right now and buy a ticket to the tailgate, ticket to the after party, ticket to any of the other events. Which I did. Uh, got an email directly. So when they buy tickets, it goes right to you. Uh, yeah, it goes into a thing, but then I like yeah. to, especially for tailgate people, because it's only 150 people, so yeah. I like to personally respond, make sure everybody, you know, knows what they need to know, or if they have any odd questions, because remember, we have people, like I had a lady today from England buy two tickets, I don't know her, she's coming in from the UK, and huh. with a date, and so she asked me, what's the dress code for all the events, so I haven't written back to her yet, but, Well, that's you know. cool, man, this makes you wonder, how did she find out about it, like, how, yeah, you know. Yeah, friend of, fr friend of a friend, or yeah. friend of somebody yeah. that's coming from somewhere. That's amazing, yeah. yeah. It's it's nice. It's kind of like a uh, it's an excuse to. It's like kind of, it's it's it teeters on that seesaw between fancy, and because uh, you're dressing up, you're like you're uh you're smoking cigars, you're having some drinks, but then you're getting smashed. But then you're also like it's also like this 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 yeah. after party with like you know hundreds of people. So it's eclectic. It's, it's and it's yeah. it w the way I the way we do it, particularly at the tailgate, I think is absolutely perfect because you have. Like, if you do it too fancy, it's not fun. Like, I don't understand the boxes and all that. Like, you want to have a great time with people, but you also don't want to have a frat party. Yes. So it's, you know, we have just the perfect spread. We've got great people. We're on the fence. We're seeing horses five feet away from us. Uh, you I know, bet you can feel them. Yeah, really quality nice. food, quality people, quality day. It's just, I just think that we hit the nail right on the head in terms of the experience. Like, if you want to do steeplechase right, come with us. I mean, we were talking before, last time you were on, and in fact, we've done... Um, shows at Priming's since then, and it's I think we so we probably touched on it before, but the the cigar culture is very inclusive. It's very friendly. Absolutely. It's very uh, everybody that we've met through um, Priming's and just hanging out there and just even the especially in that location of where that lounge is, you get a lot of the uh, people that are coming through town for conventions or whatnot, mm -hmm. and you got a nice eclectic mix of an older crowd and then people that locals that live in town that are coming out that might be a little bit younger, but. Nobody ever there. Nobody there really gets out of hand. Nobody's really off in the corner by themselves. Everybody's just kind of friendly, talking to each other. I've met guys from um, back home in Orlando, and and also a lot of people that smoke go know about the, the different lounges in different towns. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to talk about. Oh, you know that place? I was there a couple times. Well, it's got a club feel to it. Yeah, so yeah. cigar people are self-selected as generally cool people, and you can go. I mean, we're, we're primarily not a U.S. company, so you, you can go to a cigar lounge anywhere in the world, just walk in, sit down, light a cigar up, and the odds are 9 out of 10, there's going to be someone really nice next to you that you can either talk to or mind your own business. And there's not a lot of sort of, you know, hobbies or, or, or s schools where things are like that. It's just a really wonderful community. And the dichotomy of uh, that, that vibe goes uh, from you, you're, you can be down in primings, like a nice maybe upscale – upper class kind of place and then you can be sitting at like some cantina in in Havana or down in Mexico and just share a cigar with somebody and you have that same inclusive vibe that you get from cigar smoking cigars and don't have to be pretentious you know yeah. I mean okay premium cigar is expensive let's say it's 10 bucks but it's you know if if 50 percent of people smoke cigars it would be 300 dollars a stick because it's that difficult to make hmm. but you know four percent of people smoke cigars and that includes the person that smokes once a year so you know, it, it, at ten dollars, it's an affordable luxury. A regular working person can look forward to Friday night going to the local yep. cigar shop or lounge and really enjoying himself for a small amount of money. Well, it has become our post-show ritual almost. Like at, on Friday nights when we do shows at the house, 
Yep. We're always we just like uh, we we'll wrap up, we'll close up the show, and then uh, me and Chris will look at each other and be like, "Products, get a crap yeah. beer, and a cigar, <laughs> man." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. head up there. It. Um, it's Run into some interesting cats, man. Yeah, and I tell you, that's what I. It's it's cool to think about whether it's um, it, it, Nashville being a very music town. Uh, I've recently gotten into uh, jazz music with all like with the uh, Rudy's Jazz Room just opened up, and a lot of. Um, my girlfriend sings, and um, fr- uh, another one of our previous guests, Stephanie Allington, she got me, and Jimmy Sullivan, they're all jazz musicians in town. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those same things. People have this sound or this flavor, for, like for this image in their head of this thing, and I like picking people's brains about, what's your image of this thing? I found with jazz music, a lot of people like that New York-style jazz where you're like in some dark like uh, underground club and you're sipping like a, a martini and there's like some slow jazz playing. When I think of jazz, I think more of like you're on a deck of a boat somewhere and there's a band, like a, like Humphrey Bogart in Key Largo, you know, and there's like yeah. a, you're sipping like a rum drink and there's a band in the background or something like that, Casablanca style. <laughs> and, uh, and same thing with cigar that. smoking. Like I love going to Primings and sitting there in like a, in the lounge chairs and having a good cocktail. Like Jacob makes some awesome cocktails and then smoking in there. But when I think, when I close my eyes and think of the perfect, like cigar smoke, it'd be like on a on a lanai somewhere, on like on a pool deck maybe. You know, like when in those old movies where like you're, you're the uh, the cartel guy invites you to his house and you're out back and like uh, the butler walks out with like a box Trip over and opens it for <laughs> yeah yeah. And uh, you know you could, he has just a box on the table and everybody's just sitting around talking business with their smoking cigar and you sure. have a little tequila, hashtag question. So uh, what's up, question? In fact, uh, I think last time you were on, you were asking us if there was anything about primings that we think w- should be in there that's not in there now. And I think my answer was, you need some palm trees, man. You need some mm. palm trees. Inside indoor palm trees to make this. There's a cigar lounge in, de- in Texas called Cuban. Cigar Frogs, and that's what the guy's got. Tons of palm trees inside. And the furniture, instead of leather, it's like it's like some grandma's stuff in Florida with like a floral print, and it <laughs> works. Like you just want to be in there smoking cigars amongst the palm trees and the floral print. Yeah, makes you feel at home, you know. Put you at ease a little. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I Man, I was <laughs> I was just home last weekend for the uh, Buffett Eagle show. Which, by the way, those guys. I tell you what, I, this is probably not what they want me to take away from that show. But the, the whole show was incredible, and I can go on for the rest of the show talking about how great that concert was. But if you close if you close your eyes, you could have swore these guys were still in their twenties playing. Mm-hmm. Like the stage presence, the jumping around, the ad libbing, both Buffett and the Eagles. The Eagles not known for their, uh, <laughs> not known for for being like uh, for for jumping. They usually come, they stand that one line on the stage and they play okay. all the guitars. And it was awesome. But Buffett, man, like him or not, he is a consummate professional when it comes to stage presence. He can he owns the crowd. He came up there and played with just in board shorts and no no shoes. Did the whole concert with his acoustic. It was it was incredible. And then when the Eagles did, he have palm trees on the stage. Did you get your palm tree? <laughs> well, we were in Florida. There were palm trees all over the place. Sure. So, but his. Did you have a stogie? His band, man. His ba- I did have some back at, at the house, man. Yeah. I had to go with uh, my go-to before I met Darren was always the uh, the Fuentes. So I had a couple of those back at the house. My dad actually bought a. My dad surprised me because my dad's my parents have this like this four-bedroom house. Well, you've been there, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, they have this nice scre- screened-in lanai in the back with the, for the pool and everything, and they had like a, this, you know the wicker Florida furniture down there and all that stuff. And I always was messing with my dad. I was like, "When are you getting a tiki bar back here?" <laughs> and sure enough, man, yeah. he's like, "He's when I came when I came back to the house Friday, he was like, hey, come here, I got something to show you,' and he took me out back. And mom actually gave the okay for signed off on Damn, him to buy a tiki, a tiki bar, bar. man." So we were sitting at that thing all, and we went to the concert. We came back after the concert and sat up there and smoked cigars and uh, made some mai tais. Nice. And it was it was awesome. You know, we have. I was I used to watch the news in the morning, and maybe ten years ago or so, I woke up and they somebody wrote a. I guess it was a slow news day. They wrote a book on the top tiki bars in the U.S. and all these things are listed in you know L.A. and New York and Chicago, and and then it says Smyrna, Tennessee. I said, what is that? So I Googled it, and and I went. There's a place in Smyrna called the Omni Hut. Oh yeah, and it really like some guy yeah. who came back from the South Pacific after the war Killer opened this bonkers place. Food, it's, you, it's just it's so trippy because it's just kitschy and cool, and you yeah. feel like you're in a '50s tiki bar. It's, it's awesome. amazing. Yeah, I love it, man. It's really good food. Actually, I can highly recommend that place. Cargo shorts and Hawaiian shirts. Man. And I've That's always said, every time I've gone there, I've always said, if this place was in Nashville, off West End or something like, it would just oh, forget it. Man. You'd have to get reservations. It's yeah, that, it's that good. You know, you like all that jazzy stuff. There's it's never an after party until there's this guy that comes every year. His name is, I think it's John or Johnny or something. I don't know him. I don't know who knows him. 
but every <laughs> year he comes and at like one or two in the morning he plays this set and it's like this really cool jazzy stuff and I, to be honest i think it's the same set every year yeah but it's, it's really good and i look hey, man, forward to it broke. Yeah, yeah. and i know that you know it's been a good day and the after party's coming to a close when this guy gets up there and plays his jazz yeah that's that awesome tonight we'll see if he's there this year i'm sure he will yeah be. i love that crap man it's a uh, something about that it, you, you feel it's like when uh it's like when you hear somebody speaking with a British accent and you assume they're smart. I, th- I feel like if you listen to jazz music, it makes you sm- makes you a better person. I mean, in a way, it could make you smarter if you think about some of the rhythms they have. You know, it takes a little more concentration to listen to jazz, in my opinion, than it does. Man, those other types. But I love a good horn section. Drummer, I, I love a good that. horn section, man. That's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of jazz bands in towns that are where the uh, the drummer is the band leader. Yeah, because so. it's hard to find a killer jazz drummer, which I am not. I'm a good drummer, but. I, wouldn't pretend to be a, a stage master right. by any means, but yeah. So before we, uh, I mean, we before we wrap it up, man, let's uh, let's talk. We we actually talked too much about the actual product, man. What would you guys uh besides Steeplechase? I know you uh, you're always in the mix, right? You're always coming up with new blends. New every every, every time I see you, you're smoke. You're like, here, try this, try this. Yeah, yeah we try to keep it interesting. I mean, I get bored by the same thing. So, you know, for, with principal cigars, the, you know. Every, we're most known for the Aviator series, which is like our limited ongoing production, and then Accomplice is the other line that most people have heard of. Um, but in, in both of those, you know, we, we tweak the blends for every production, you know, because mm-hmm. things are always changing, so leaves are changing, bale to bale, you have differences. So, you know, rather than trying to make the same cigar all the time, we're really always just saying, you know, what's the best way we can tell the story of a particular cigar with what's on hand? Um, and yeah. part of that is things that are we don't have anymore, and part of that is, you know, Maybe we get some exciting new tobacco. We want to work it in. So sure. you might have a production that's slightly different, but hopefully it's always better and, and interesting. Probably. I mean, we learned about this from working with a lot of with, with Ozzy. All then, and we've done plenty of other breweries in town. We've gotten pretty. We went through a phase where we were getting pretty into the brewery tour stuff. And we learned all about it, and you know, to uh, someone like like Budweiser, like they have people don't realize how hard it is to get your product on that scale to be the same every time. So mad props to, uh, yeah, I just said mad props. That's right. I'm back in the nineties, but props out to, um, all these local brewers that are ha- like Ozzy who has that, ma- that borough blonde that's all over town. Now that has to s- taste the same all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're getting different hops in, you're getting every batch is going to be a little different. And there's some batches and, I'm and they're canning it themselves as well too. It's a lot of hands on work. So yeah. it's, you know, you're not, it's not quite as mechanized and so. probably, same thing with tobaccos as well. Yeah. Like like him, Ozzy and his uh, family, his daughters are in there. His daughter's the head brewer. She's in there, like testing stuff. Like that's her. She's mm-hmm. they're in there doing she's it the themselves. And so the and I know you're the same way. Too. You're out there tr- oh, yeah. doing the stuff yourself. Do the blending. Is there much like when in the beer world where there's different hops that maybe taste different or different things, different blends? And there's some hops that you'll only only come around sometimes a year. Like uh, dry hopping is a is a thing that only I think they can only do once in a while because there's only a certain time of year they can get that kind of hop. Is, are there certain blends of tobacco where you're like, okay, this is the prime season for this, or this only comes out right now? We got to jump no, on. No, it's it's different because the tobacco's sitting around for far longer. I mean, we're using a lot. We're the youngest tobacco I think I use in anything is about two years old. Most of our stuff is four to six years old range, and we have some things that are over ten years old. Yeah. And so it's how they're all interacting. And you could just go to one. The, the thing about tobacco is, you know, a farmer gets mad at his neighbor and he's planting something else or you know you had a, a particularly rainy season or just so many things can happen that so you're saying whatever particular crop is next year tobacco will affect the it's, flavor it's terroir you know it's just like wine it's it's the it's dirt and the, yeah. the climate that uh, you know is impacting the tobacco and there's so many moving parts you know in a cigar we could like i have cigars that have eight tobaccos in them um, I have one coming out that we're going to have 10 tobaccos in. And so Damn you're talking right. about a lot of moving parts. And if one of those things is a little bit different, it just might not jive with everything else in there. And when you're blending, it's it's not so much about the individual components and how they taste. It's about uh, and how they taste together. It's about how they interact with one another. You know, you could have a great tobacco and another great tobacco and think that they're going to work together. But some aspect of the flavor is going to maybe overtake two other tobaccos you have in the filler mm-hmm. and so the blend is pointless because you're not going to get the complexity. You're just going to get the one. And what you were telling us about last time you were on, too, was the uh, breaking it down, how the different flavors of the wrappers and the binders all make a, all uh, affect that flavor. And I never thought about it that way before when I didn't know how the cigar was put together. But now when I'm smoking, uh, like, you know, how sometimes the um, maybe the inside, the, the filler will smoke a little bit faster or you get, you get a run or something. And you can actually taste the differences 
from when you're smoking just the filler, and then when the uh, absolutely, you know, then when you relight the the wrapper and it kicks back in, and you really, I, I pay more attention to that mm -hmm. now because now that I'm smoking more often, I can tell the difference now between a wrapper that I like or a filler that I like or something. So much and of that character comes from the wrapper and the binder. It's they're 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 really important. You know, I mean, you can like our blue band accomplice, the Connecticut, is the exact same cigar as the white band, but with a Connecticut wrapper on it. And it it's a dark Connecticut because it's about six years old now. I mean, it, we got it about three years ago. I think it was two or three years ago old when, when we bought it. Uh, so mm -hmm. it, it doesn't look like a Connecticut, but just that one different leaf um, makes a huge difference. You w if you didn't know, it would you would think it was a different cigar. I'm sorry, I'm giving Tony a hard time. <laughs> we are so professional. <laughs> my amateur phone. hour over here. Get that shit off I here. put my phones on silent. <laughs> I, too, uh, I, I forget too. this. So, so is it, it when it comes to Asian tobacco? Is, is it Asian tobacco? Asian tobacco. I'm sure that's pretty good too. <laughs> um, is Sumatra. it more expensive? Like you know, just the hanging process and, and well, there's I mean, there's the co the time value of money. Time value, sure. And, and so someone's sitting on that product. For yeah, two years and not just ago. the money, but the real estate. You know, you have to yeah. store the stuff, and you know, we continue to ferment tobacco in the warehouse in, sure. in the factory. Yeah. Um, sometimes you'll you'll find tobacco that's great or should be great, but it's just not quite ready yet, but you don't want to miss the opportunity. So you might, it might be a couple of years before you're going to lose it. But if you're willing to do that, you can have a much better product or, or better ingredients to use than yeah, if all you're going to do is buy tobacco and make cigars. So because it's beneficial to have your own space, I suppose. If yeah, you, know. you, you need to have yeah. a place or someone you can work with and do that. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Well, uh, Chris, anything else you need to, uh, you have any questions you didn't get to ask? Or? I just want to say thanks for the amazing cigar I just had. Maybe if, you're not, if I'm nice enough, I'll get to have one more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, thanks for the hospitality. You have a great space here, man. This yeah, is incredible. Yeah. I can't wait to come and see the party in full effect. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited uh, about Steeplechase and getting to know all these fine folks, man. IroquoisSteeplechase.com yeah. or PrincipalCigars.com. Um, there's a Steeplechase link at the top. Or NashvilleCigarWeek.com. It's a little bit more geared to the cigar community. But, cool. uh, again, if you're not a cigar person, don't be afraid of this. It's a great group of people, yeah. and cigars are a minor component. I mean, we, we see people in primings all the time that not smoking, just hanging yeah, out yeah, for drinks yeah. and whatnot, and yeah, it's not a big deal at all. All kinds of different people, too, coming through there. It's I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm, ex I'm excited for the... Uh, I'm glad. We're happy to have you guys. The eclecticness yeah. of it. And, and make sure you check out your principal cigars when you're there, because they're probably the best in the case. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're listening <laughs> around town or out of town, because I know we got some out of town listeners in the surrounding areas, so... Uh, when you go in there, ask for principal. They're right there in the corner. Like if you ask anybody there, they'll be able to help you out. Primings does a great job of directing you towards exactly what you need. And um, whenever I'm sitting at the bar, people are with a May Day, baby. Indeed, or a question. <laughs> or a question. Yeah. I, in fact, if you're if you're feeling up to it, just do all three. Get yourself a principal cigar and a beer, and then a shot of questions. Have yourself a good old time. Yeah. So uh, believe me, if Jason's in there, he'll be he'll be happy to uh, tell you what's good because he loves talking about his company and and. and for good reason, it is uh, incredible tequila. Yeah. And uh, so one more time, let's go through the sponsors and do plugs. Yes, we have uh, Question Tequila, of course, which is going to be with us for most of the events. Mayday Brewery, thanks to you guys. Going to hold, hold uh, run the beer garden at the after party. Nice. They'll be with us at the tailgate. Uh, Guinness also gave us some beer for the after party. I believe Ariana's coming out here from the tap room to do that. So you guys who are all our Mayday listeners, come on out. Excellent. Uh, Deep Eddie Vodka, they'll be at the tailgate mixing cocktails, and they'll at the after party they're doing, like I said, they're bringing their Airstream. Uh, they have this 25-foot Airstream that will be in the I can't building. wait to see that. It's crazy. I it's bonkers. Uh, Gosling's Bermuda Rum gave us a bunch of rum and ginger beer for Dark and Stormies and some other rum cocktails. Rabbit Hole Distillery, they're running the bourbon bar at the uh, after party. I think they, they're giving us some stuff at the tailgate. They did last year as well, so cool. we'll probably have some bourbon cocktails, but don't quote me on that yet. Uh, Winner's Beard Oil, Albert Hacker, our friend who will be along for the ride, who's running for mayor, and I suggest that you uh, look into this fine young gentleman yeah. or come meet him at our events. I've had the pleasure of meeting him. You guys should uh, look look him up too. And uh, am I forgetting I'm anything? Maybe you guys. We might be able to sponsor? get it. We Cigar? might be able to get it. We might be able. We might be able to get our first mayor on the podcast. If he's <laughs> yeah, that would. I think it's important. Yeah. We should totally, because generally we, we, we stay away from the politics because it just makes people mad. But. Yeah, but from the little bit I know, I, I I think I agree with his. So, but I think I think now we're eventually we're just we're just gonna have to do it. I mean, you're not gonna please everybody all the time, man. Sure. But uh, I, it's funny because we have such a uh, we've we started out d d doing uh, sitting on our front porch, me and Chris, uh, 
drinking beers and talking. And sometimes the podcast still gets pretty crazy, like pretty silly when it's just me and him doing the podcast together. But it's funny to see, and we talk about this a lot off the air, but the guests or the, or the environment that we're in definitely uh, affects how we go about doing the show. Because yeah. there were some people, like when when, uh, when Rich was telling us he was listening earlier, I was like, I hope he didn't listen to some of the ones that weren't so good. Because <laughs> we, because we, uh, there's, there's one we have like we, we keep it between the lines when when we're around. Uh, we definitely uh, pod up. So now, our, now you're in a cigar lounge in a <laughs> private home. How has this impacted your show? Well, just the the, uh, the culture of the show that's around us. Like I think sometimes me and Chris both feel uh, a little silly about doing the uh, getting too crazy when we're this like when we're in an like, upscale environment like this. Well, it's like being a musician. You got to keep it cool. You got you got to play a set. You know. Yeah, what I mean? right. I'm just upset that we don't have these leather sofas for our show, though. Like, well, you yeah. guys are welcome to come tape here anytime. We should. We should. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, thanks again for having us. This no, has thank been you guys. Great really show. Yes. Pleasure. And you guys, uh, yeah, get your tickets. One yep. more time, the websites. Uh, so, Principal Cigars, that's P-R-I-N-C-I-P-L-E, cigars.com. Or you can go to IroquoisSteeplechase.com or NashvilleCigarWeek.com. Go to all the events, guys. They're affordable. They're a lot of fun. We also have a week pass. It's 300 bucks. covers everything, all the events. Bam. So a lot of yeah, people just get that. It's a good price savings. for all that entertainment. Yeah. So. yeah, and if you're a cigar smoker, I mean, if we, you're in the we, culture. We load up the week pass people with extra cigars yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a screaming deal. Yeah. Well, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Dan- Darren, thanks again for having yeah, us. Thank you, so thank you guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. This yeah. is inc- See you all in May. See, see you soon. There you go. I guess. We'll see you guys next week.